0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Wolverine Paws. We are your hosts, Xavier and Rory.
1: Today, we wanted to talk about a more personal issue revolving around the world of journalism.
0: Not just that, but if other journalists believe that the modern journalism industry is dying.
1: It's a bit of a debatable topic, which you'll be able to see from our talented interviewees, but we raise the question from first-hand experience.
0: We have seen our broadcast journalism class decline in the number of students choosing to continue. Right now, there are only three advanced students left.
1: We wanted to know if this is a concern in the real world as well. Introducing our first interviewee, a journalism connoisseur and a familiar voice from Season 1. She has virtually attended the Student Reporting Labs Academy. She did the Studio 701 internship her senior year of high school, where she collaborated on many digital media projects. We both were on the panel for the Student Reporting Labs meeting, where she and I were able to represent young journalists. And she is now a student at San Diego State University, where she is majoring in journalism and currently has an internship at
2: KPBS. Please welcome Thais Giroudet. I think my journey started when I was little, and I was always very interested in cinema, television, anything that revolved around the camera. And then as I grew older, I kind of began to find myself, define what my values were, and I found that they perfectly aligned with journalism. I think that I'm somebody who really values communication as well as truth and justice and a sort of balance when it comes to telling stories in an unbiased way. And so that was just a perfect mix for me, and that's how I found broadcast journalism. I don't think that in itself journalism is a dying field, but I do think that it's going through change and it's transforming, 100%. Um, I think that as long as we as people and us as a society want to find out the truth and want to get informed, there will always be a need for journalism. So that's not going anywhere. What I can agree on is how local news is dying, but that's different from journalism as a field, but I can touch on that if you want. And um, so I think what you're really getting at is, is journalism going through a transformation? And it absolutely is.
0: Tice makes a very valid point when talking about local news facing a dilemma of disinterest from the public.
1: She has a young journalist point of view, which comes in handy when talking about our next issue.
2: I don't think that journalism could die completely because I think that as a society, we'll never stop seeking the truth. And for people that are like, oh, I don't watch the news, like, I don't care about the news, why do you go on social media? Because you want to find out about things, because you're interested, because you're curious, and that's my point. Even if you think that you don't watch the news, the news, you see it every day. Um, On TikTok or on Instagram, you'll come across a video, and it'll be someone saying, oh, you'll never guess what just happened, and blah, 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 and then you'll keep watching because you're interested. And just because it doesn't have a big red banner saying breaking news and it's an anchor talking to you, that doesn't mean that it's not news. So, again, to me, it's never really going to die. As far as social media, I think it's an asset and an enemy at the same time. Um, Through social media platforms, we're able to reach so many more people, especially those younger generations that didn't grow up, you know, listening to the news or reading the newspaper, So those generations are a super important target because that's where they're getting their news from, social media. But just on the other hand, just as news are traveling so fast, fake news are traveling just as fast. Um, Misinformation, disinformation, those kind of things are a huge issue. And it's an issue because people aren't taught how to fact check and they just believe the things that they see and hear. So I know your next question is, how do we fix this? So to me, it starts with media literacy, teaching media literacy to kids in school. And that wasn't a priority before because we didn't have this huge issue of social media and fake news. But the reality is it is now and we need to adapt to it. And it starts with education, and it starts with younger generations.
3: I think, yes, the social media is changing the game of news because me, my generation, your generation is not watching news the way that our parents and our grandparents did, where they're like wa- opening up the newspaper every morning with their coffee or they're watching cable TV news throughout the day. It's something that's so instant and something that's right at the palm of your hand.
1: That's the voice of one of my favorite journalists, Megan Healy. She's an Emmy-winning journalist and currently works for Fox 5 News as a weather reporter and a news correspondent.
3: I was really involved in theater and student government when I was in high school, and that kind of propelled me to pursue a career in journalism. I just felt like I had a passion for public speaking, connecting with people, and storytelling um, along with writing, so it seemed like broadcast TV was kind of my calling. And so I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo to study specifically TV journalism and TV broadcasting. That's what I majored in and I minored in Spanish. And so really my love for storytelling, interviewing, um, investigative journalism, everything that I think holds as a core value for journalism was what blossomed for me in college because we had a hands-on student news program. And then from there, I started an internship at a local news station in San Luis Obispo. They covered SLO and Santa Barbara. And then I was hired before I graduated. And I started off as a multimedia journalist and then eventually worked my way to a weekend anchor. And I was there for about three and a half years and then jumped to market what is San Diego now? 26, 27. Um, and I've been here as a reporter, weather anchor for two years now. I don't think journalism is dying. I think the way that we consume news is for sure changing. I think the core of journalism um, is something that's never going to go away. And I would even argue that it's more apparent and more valuable in our day and age because everyone frankly thinks that they can be a journalist because we all have phones, we all can document, we all can ask questions. I mean, you see everyone, if there's an instance or an incident happening, like everyone's taking video, they're asking questions, they're posting it online online that within itself, people think that they're journalists. So that's why I think being an actual journalist and going to school for it actually takes skill and is needed now more than ever because we have such this change in the way that we consume news and seek it out. On top of that, we're now entering into this era of AI. So that can be beneficial in terms of just fact-checking. But at the same time, I think the human perspective will be something that's valued for years and years and years. Um, So I don't think journalism itself is a dying field. I just think the way that we consume it for sure is going to be evolving like any other industry.
0: Our last interview has a bit of a different point of view. Bella Ross is a young journalist sharing her talents with the San Diego Union Tribune. She is a part of the editorial board and works with the opinion team. Before graduating, Bella had an internship with KPBS and attended SDSU.
4: It's so interesting that we're having this conversation today because more than 100 journalists were laid off from the LA Times today. I don't know if you guys saw, um, which is just, I mean, the whole journalism community is like so connected because there's so few of us. Like, I think there was a time when journalists like saw each other as competitors more But now you almost like have to collaborate even across organizations because there's no way that the number of journalists that exist in Southern California or in San Diego at this moment could possibly cover all of the things that need to be covered. So you don't want to be covering the same things as other people. Like you really want to like be trying to identify those gaps. And there's so many of those gaps. Um, And so seeing that all of these journalists were laid off at the LA Times was like really disappointing because, you know, like losing more than 100 journalists in Southern California, like that's that's massive. They're all going to be looking for jobs at the same time. And a lot of them are going to leave journalism. We were, the union tribune was acquired um, by a, a hedge fund last summer and we lost a ton of people. And, you know, those jobs just aren't coming back. But I, I think that, you know, I, uh, you know, if we're, if we're just talking about these like long-term institutions, like those jobs are just going to keep, decreasing there will be new things that come up over the years we're clearly in a little bit of a down period um and I don't think it will ever be dead but I think that for like the next generation of journalists myself included like really thinking about like creative ways that we can like get information out because I just think I think it's always going to exist and we need it now more than ever because there's so much misinformation Yeah, it's going to be up to us to figure out exactly what that does look like and find out ways to give information to people in the way that they like to consume it. You know, if I were in your position looking at, you know, something like what happened today, I wouldn't see this as a viable career option. And um, that's not to say that it isn't. I think that if you really care about it, you should continue to pursue it. But, like, you don't make a lot of money. We live in a very expensive place. We live in the most expensive city in the United States, apparently. Um, And so, you know, taking those kinds of jobs... And living here, like, it's, it's really difficult. But that doesn't mean it can't be done. And I think that it's super important. And if you really care about it, I think that you can do it at least for a little bit. But, like, there are sacrifices to be made along the way, for sure.
1: With such low pay and few opportunities, it must be hard for these journalists to stay committed
3: to their work.
0: With this question in mind, we decided to ask our journalists what keeps them so passionate.
3: It's really just holding people accountable, going out and exploring new things about your city, your county, your state. Do you really have to be an expert in a topic for a day? So it's a very challenging job, but it really keeps me on my feet and I'm doing something different every day, which I think is why I love it the most. And then also you get to connect with people like they trust you to take what they're telling you and share it in a really fair and digestible manner. And that's a huge power to have. And so it's really up to the person to say like, okay, this is how I want to do it. This is my spin on it. And it can be really rewarding when it's received well.
2: Um, I think if anything now more than ever, it's so important to be a journalist and it's so important to have journalism. Um, There's so much going on in our world, whether it be politically at home or just overseas with war and conflict. Um, And it's increasingly difficult to navigate the outpour of information that we're giving on a daily basis. And I think that it just makes so much sense for me to become a journalist because I want to help people get informed in a good and healthy way. I think what's also So that motivates me. It motivates me to want to help people get informed when it's so difficult already. And I think what's also great with journalism is that you can never really satisfy your curiosity. There's always so much more to discover. If you think about any subject, field, person, or place, there's a story behind it. And so there's always something to discover. And I find that really exciting as a career. I think I strongly believe in the phrase, knowledge is power. I think when you become knowledgeable, you kind of have certain responsibilities and a certain influence. And me as an aspiring journalist, I kind of feel like it's our duty to make sure that the truth gets told, but in a way that doesn't benefit a certain narrative. Um, I think, as a journalist, you're just laying out the facts for people and then you let them decide what to do with that. You let them come to their own conclusions and own opinions um but yeah, your job is just to set the facts as unbiased as you can.
4: I do see it as a public service, like I think that there is so much information that people just like don't have access to or don't understand, and it's our job to like understand it for them and like do it in a way that's like accessible. And I think that just like seeing all the gaps in the industry makes me want to do it more, especially when it comes to like the TikTok social media stuff, because I see the power of it. You know, we all use social media and we see like things can go viral. We see how it can start like protests and things like that. And like mass online movements that translate into in-person movements and like translate to change and perspectives and, I think that journalism, like we haven't really figured out how to tap into that, but I know that it's possible. And so I find it very inspiring. And, you know, whether I'm doing it for a newspaper or I'm doing it independently or for some other organization down the line, like, I think that's what I want to do. But like, I had to accept pretty early on that it wasn't going to look like it's looked for all these years. Like, you know, a lot of my coworkers that left this summer when we had buyouts had worked at the newspaper for like 40 years. Like, that's just not really something that's going to happen anymore. Um, but that's okay. Things change. Everyone like, change is constant. We just got to adapt.
0: It's amazing how these women can still find passion and reason to stick with journalism and contribute to our community.
1: I think it's really important to recognize our journalists because we need them now more than ever. Just imagine what society would look like without journalism. I
2: think without journalism, it would be anarchy. It would be chaos because... If you're keeping people in the dark and keeping them misinformed and not telling them the truth, um, there's bound to be rebellion, you know? I think it's it's just not possible. And I don't think in the U.S. we've ever come close to that. The little media censorship that we've had, I mean you've seen the impact that it had and how angry people were about it. So what will society look like without journalism? Chaos, I don't know, honestly. Like I just, I can't even picture it.
4: Misinformation becomes rampant. Like there's no way to know whether what you're consuming is real. And I think a lot of us are already kind of feeling that when you're like seeing stuff on TikTok or you're seeing like deep fakes and stuff like that. Like it becomes very confusing. Because there's nobody to, like, shed light on that situation. And then it's almost more about, like, what you don't see. Because, you know, there's going to be abuses in the system. Like, that's why they call us the fourth estate is to, like, hold government officials accountable for things. And, like, if there aren't journalists, you just aren't going to see any of that stuff. You, like, won't even really know the capacity to which the system is being abused. But it will be. Because when nobody's looking, it becomes easier. They do it when people are looking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, um, I don't want to know what that future would look like.
1: I personally think there's no plausible way our society could survive without journalism.
0: Hopefully, journalists will get the recognition they deserve. I think the future of journalism is looking up, considering you'll be a part of it, Rory. Thanks, bro.
3: I think there's going to be a huge shift to online, social media, whether that be, um you know, streaming live streams on social media or just posting like quick updates every hour. Um, I think broadcast TV is going to stick around for quite a bit because there's just so much more you can do in a studio. And there's so many people that are so valuable behind the scenes. Um, So I think broadcast news will stick around for a while in terms of whether that's going to be like on cable network or tv streaming services or both i'm not sure but i definitely think there's more of a push onto social media platforms
4: i am excited by like the the potential that we have to like do new things like i think that i think that like sometimes things get so bad that you're forced to like invent something new and i feel like we might be getting to that point and I know that there are a lot of people who care a lot, very smart people, creative people who will, like, do good work. Um, and so I, I am, like, optimistic to see how it evolves. Um, but it is scary because we don't know what that's going to look like. And right now we're dealing with a lot of growing pains. <laughs> we're shedding a lot. And it doesn't look so good. But I think, I think in the end a lot of, a lot of good things will come from this, but it's not going to be you know, a straightforward, it's not going to be a fun time, (laughs) like, getting there. But, you know, I think that hopefully people like you guys can keep us alive.
2: I kind of like to think of it as this analogy of, like, I'm just an electrical conductor. Like, I've never done physics or anything, but I kind of see journalists as, like, the electrical wires of the world, where we're just helping the current flow from the source to the recipient's. And the source being wherever you're getting your story from, like your interviewee or whatever it is, to the recipients being your audience. And I think it's a critical job and it's a crucial job because without journalists, you don't have the wires to connect. And so you, your story's not getting anywhere. And there's so many stories that need to be told and heard. And that's why I love this job so much is because I'm able to get that story somewhere. Without taking all the spotlight, you know, I'm just, I'm just a little wire.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's actually a really great outlook. I'm gonna think.
2: Do you you want to be a wire with me, Rory? I'm gonna be a wire. Let's be wires. It's nice
1: to see that our journalists are optimistic about the future of their careers, as well as the field in general.
0: Yeah, I agree. I also think it's important for us to remember that we can make a difference, even in our school.
2: I think Ty said it best. The journalism industry is definitely facing a dilemma but it's really up to us to define where that's going to go and which direction we want to take it.
0: Perfectly said. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you all for tuning in.
2: A
1: special thank you to Bella, Tyus, and Megan. Women like you inspire me to continue doing what I love and to pursue a career in journalism.
0: Catch you guys on the next one.
1: Bye.